from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, highlights from December's round of Ipswich City Council committees. A glimmer of hope with confirmation expected of new CBD tenants and a cinema operator by year's end. Leichhardt pool temperature decision delayed after a resident complained in August. And still no final decision on additional councillor offices. It's Friday, December 3, 2021, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Ipswich City Council held committee meetings on December 1st. From the Ipswich Central Redevelopment Committee, Senior Council Officer James Hepburn updated councillors on the CBD leasing program. So we've had a really good month in this space. I think um, the market has woken up. Um, post-COVID, I think, fingers crossed, Omicron, whatever it's called, doesn't come back and bite us in, in the next next month, uh, next next year. Um, but the, the legal team have been very, very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, since we reported, we had 15 heads of CIRMs um, signed in a non-legally binding status, of which 12 of those had legal documents already issued. Um, we mentioned um, this time last month, I think, that we had um, executed a le- uh, agreement for lease with that dumpling place. Mm-hmm. Um, who have been undertaking their fit-outs. Um, a little bit disappointed to announce that they've, um, they're going to miss their opening date of, of essentially around about now and early this year before Christmas. They've struggled to get materials and they've also struggled to hire staff um, leading into Christmas, which is just generally a sign of the market at the moment within their leisure and, and restaurant world. Although we're pretty comfortable with where they're tracking on the actual fit-out works now and we're looking forward to agreeing a new date for their opening in the new year. And with regards to some of the other deals coming forwards, um, only just um, the end of last week, we executed our second um, agreement for lease. And that will find its way to a special council meeting, I believe, in mid-December, which is great news. Um, that is a kiosk unit um, within the Metro B building. It faces the Eats. Um, I can't give their name just yet. But um, what I can say is they, they sell um, a level of gelato, desserts, milkshakes, that sort of thing. Okay. So a very exciting national brand to hopefully to announce in the not-so-distant future. Mr Hepburn also preempted the regular question from councillors about a CBD cinema operator. Perhaps if I um, preempt an inevitable question around the cinema, <laughs> um, if I may. Uh, How did you know? <laughs> yeah. um, we've got some pretty good news and pretty exciting news on its way. And the procurement team uh, will bring forward a paper. Um, I'm not sure if a date has been quite finalised, but it will certainly be um, before the end of the year in recommending the council to select a preferred cinema operator. Um, so that's pretty significant for us as a team, certainly for the, the rest of the leasing going forwards and confidence within the market. So I look forward to that coming forwards. Mr Hepburn also detailed other activities in the Nicholas Street precinct and Tulmer Place. Over the last month, we've had the, the regular slots of the handmade markets and the Twilight uh, Evening Festival. Um, both um, went off quite successfully. Some were, uh, I think, handmade was had to cut short um, because of weather affected. Um, there's a bit of wind and, and inclement weather, which is a bit of a problem there. Um, we also have a new um, event that took place, which was the Garden Fair. And that was hugely successful. Um, it was a trial. 
um, a point of difference to probably some other markets that have happened here and, and certainly locally and regionally speaking. Um, and it went off at such a, a level that we've already booked them in for a slot next year and looking at seeing if we can do two a year um, for the time being. Mayor Teresa Harding highlighted numbers for the CBD undercover car park. Interesting, the car park. Uh, we're averaging over 20,000 visitors mm -hmm. per month, which is really interesting. It's great to see those numbers up there. I guess for anyone who's looking to um, lease um, somewhere that's modern and exciting and vibrant, I mean, we've got the, the numbers here to, to show that despite COVID that we, are, mm -hmm. that we do have a lot of people um, coming here. That's not including people coming from public transport. Committee Chair Councillor Marnie Doyle added details about a significant award for the CBD redevelopment. So we, we've had a couple of um, awards here and, and more recently um, the uh, Toolman Place and Ipswich Library were announced winners of the 2021 um, Urban Design Institute of Australia Queensland Award for Excellence in Social and Community Infrastructure. Um, it was awarded uh, for architectural uh, merit, community facilities, execution and finishes. Um, and the judges highlighted Ipswich City Council's uh, vision to transform uh, this key location in the city's CBD. The water temperature of Leichhardt Pool was back on the agenda this month. But if officers thought their report was going to be waived through, then they would have been very disappointed by Councillor Andrew Fechner, who has clearly gone into bat for longtime council observer and critic Ken Alderton. Mr Alderton became the first resident to address the council under new public participation guidelines in August this year. He detailed his concerns about the water temperature. While council officers presented a very detailed report to the committee this month, Councillor Fechner, with the committee's support, successfully delayed any recommendation for a decision at this month's council meeting, and it will be held over until January 2022. Obviously this report is overdue uh, for him, and he's also only had a very short while to consider its response. Um, and out of respect for Mr Alderton, um, a response came back to him with regards to the contents of the report this morning. I do have nine copies of all of the extra information here for the benefit of the council, um, but I'll hand that out as we, as we walk out today because I, don't, I think there's too much here to consider. Um, and Mr Alderton deserves a right of reply to some of the information that he's received from the organisation this morning. Um, and we need to consider his responses. So um, in the pack that um, I'll have for everyone here at the council um, will be all of the supplementary um, information with regards to Mr Alderton and this particular report. Um, he's outlined some concerns and inconsistencies in the report. Um, he points to omissions in the report, um, namely the hours of all of the pools, uh, the the, uh, the opening hours of all of the pools within the LGA um, and there needs to be a response from Mr Alderton based on the response that he would have received from council um, just moments ago um, by paper copy for me and he's here today. So um, I would be proposing um, an alternative recommendation here um, that we lay this on the table um, until at least next council ordinary, until we have such time to consider all of the information that we have in front of us, um, and take more time to time to deliberate um, our approach to equity amongst um, the city when it comes to the operation of our pools. So. 
Um, I thank Mr Alderton for his continued support and communications um, with the council. Um, yes, and with respect, I would like to take some more time and, um, and hope that my fellow councillors support me in laying this on the table um, until our January meeting so we have more time uh, to keep that line of communication open before we lock ourselves into a council resolution um, that is a pretty firm position um, on the operation of the Georgie Conway Swim Centre. This situation needs some further comment. Does Ken Alderton automatically have a right of reply? The short answer is no. According to Council's own policy on public participation, Mr Alderton may only be granted a second appearance with the consent of the committee chairperson and the CEO based on significant new information. Councillors are elected to make decisions based on the best available advice. Councillors have been provided with a very detailed report from council officers. You can read the full report online yourself. The water temperature in Leichhardt Pool through winter is within acceptable guidelines. Then there's always the need to balance cost versus benefits. It will be interesting to watch this one unfold in the new year. And finally this week, the somewhat contentious issue of additional office space for councillors in libraries. Community Culture, Arts and Sports Committee Chairperson, Councillor Andrew Fechner. Moving on to item number one, which is business outstanding, and that's the councillor local office space update. Would anyone like to speak to the relevant council officer with regards to the information in front of us? Um, just noting that this is an update as to uh, where we're at um, in trying to reconfigure some spaces in the libraries to accommodate for some councillors um, to meet more closely with their constituents. So um, I do note that um, the conclusion of the report um, does outline that those discussions are still ongoing and that we're working with uh, the councillors, particularly in Division 2, Councillor Jonick and Councillor Tully, um, to get an outcome there and we'll further update the committee as that um, progresses. Um, so I'll move that report. Do I have a seconder? Thanks, Councillor Jonick. And any discussion? We'll move straight to the vote. All those in favour? And that's unanimous and carried. Surprisingly, there was no further discussion about delays in making a decision. You'll find handy links in the show notes, including Council's YouTube channel, where you can view this month's committee meetings. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music Podcasts, or play Ipswich Today from smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.